Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Here at ACO Radio, American Communications Online, or any affiliated stations or websites are not responsible for what guests, hosts, or call-ins may say. All programming is intended for informational and entertainment purposes only. Hello, world. This is T.J. Morris sharing Ascension Church Ohana today as part of our Teresa J. Morris Ministries of the Internet Universal Life Churches, online studios, stories, movies, radio shows, books, storytellers, and how we share all history of the Bible and basic instruction before leaving Earth. Today, we have Pastor Mike Woods joining us from Tennessee who has actually uh, allowed us to get to know him a little better in the last couple of weeks. So I hope you're tuning in to hear Pastor Mike Woods, Michael Lee Woods. And uh, we're going to talk about how do you uh, know what's what with universal laws allowing balance in all parts of our psyche and soul? You know, how do you discern? What do you know good and bad? Because in this duality, we always make light and dark. And the good and bad of things, even people and aliens and ETs and interdimensionals and people from all over. And so the Bible scriptures have always given us a come to Jesus moment uh, for everybody, even if they don't believe in the Christ consciousness or Christ, our ascended masters, or Jesus, or Yahshua, or God, or Jehovah, or anything that is of the higher divinity soul are that which was created that came down to be in us, uh, if you believe you're a spark of the light. You know, that's all up for controversy in these days we call the Ascension Age. So we're here to predict that all information of communication is common among witnesses who become humanoids, which is an interesting thought. If you're in a body, mind, spirit, what does that mean? Do you have a soul? Well, we're up against that now, but I've noticed inside my own reality Growing up as a Christian, that a lot of the kids these days are a lot younger than me. I'm 70 now, but I predict that there'll be enough of us at the 8 billion mark that we can't go into the apocrypha or the apocalypse or knowing just different books because we had people before us that took Greek, Hebrew, and Latin, and we always say go back to the original script. And many of us in world religions have studied those, and I've got my Bible right here, but the Lord will provide. So, you know, we're not going to give in to fear mongers, not at this day and time. You can, but that's what the devil leads you with is fear. So that's the good and bad and ugly. Do we even believe in a fool devil, you know, or Satan or Saturn or any of the books written? But, you know, we listen and we form our own opinion. But I've noticed that no matter whether you've been an atheist, a believer, or non-believer, you've got faith and fear. So we're going to share information philosophically and not take the religious stance for the church because uh, there's so many world religions. So, you know, we're going to say do what is right, do unto others, take on the various empires that are offered it up as written. 
And so part of the quantum computing today with earth sciences and religions, world politics, is all about that which we're teaching in the most natural spark of the spirit, which is the beginning of our souls from somewhere else outside of the realm that even CERN cannot find when they came to the God particle of the microcosm and the macrocosm. There's always going to be earthquakes, volcanic eruptions, hurricanes, tornadoes, and plates shifting around on this planet and many other planets. This isn't the only planet, nor do we believe that God made only us here anymore. And it doesn't matter what any church tells you, be it Catholic or Protestant of the old world wars. And now we started talking about the day that we separated in movies and television and 43 to 47 and all the alien extraterrestrials and interdimensional beings versus those hardcore. And then on the earth, we have earth origin. We have not of earth origin, just like we have those that are interdimensional travel and nobody else really knows including us. So as pastors of today's reality, we're going to just offer our opinions and hope that you are wise and well and we're going to just share who we are and not tell you what to see living for today for tomorrow because tomorrow may never come for others or us in this reality so many of us should know about the transition in science and time travel and what we're calling the time god particle or what we now call time crystals of the fourth dimension so we're giving people ways to learn how to speak only we use the business language of english because we were born here in the united states of america and our message is to just love one another that was my music ministry and do what is right because we're all universal life for uh praying and staying above what's healthy happy positive and learn that you become that which you think about so be in love and not hate you learn about emotions and that we uh how things just pass like clouds before our sky it's just thoughts or things that come and go so use prayer to send information or education or energy out to others and be of meditative and receiving part of you so we are our senders and receivers so we're going to talk about that with a message that is with others and with us. And if you like what we say, please come back and see us here at TJ T Radio. And if you want to do your tithing and help us keep our overhead down, you can do paypal.me.com forward slash TJ T Radio. So the message today is going to be from Pastor Mike Woods of Tennessee. Let me get him on here and give him the podium of this internet digital church here pastor michael lee woods are you there and can you hear me now i am here and i have been listening thank you well we got all the message out of the way that was here from spirit somewhere out there in the universe would you like to talk about the laws of the universe or the wars in heaven that have always been are the good bad and ugly or the duality of who we are today or all of the above. And then if you want to cite scriptures, that's fine. People don't get offended. If you don't believe in the Bible, we don't care. But, you know, we just happen to be born in the South, and we're raised that way. And Anyway, God, don't make no trash, what I always say. <laughs> so Michael Lee Woods has a very thick Southern accent, born in Tennessee, and I've only heard it on the other side of Tennessee recently from somebody working in consumer cellular. But thank you, everybody all over that speak our business language of English, but we are Americans in the United States of America. 
I'm going to turn it over to you. I hope you're ready to introduce yourself and start your little talk, and I am going to be all ears, Michael. So you go ahead, and I'll mute, okay? Okay. uh, Hello, everybody. I am Michael Woods, and I will be uh, talking again today, and I hope you all can understand my accent. Uh, She's done a pretty good job of introducing me, so uh, I'm going to just jump right into the 12 universal laws. Now, if you want follow along with this, you can go to uh, firstmedia.edu.sg. That is where uh, I am looking at on these, and we're just going to jump right in here. Uh, uh, These laws are thought to be intrinsic, unchanging laws that uh, cultures have always known instinctively or intuitively, and we'll go in I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tell what I think or know or whatever whatever comes to me and when I finish I'm gonna let T J uh talk a little more on the subject. She may have something I don't have on it. So we're gonna start with number one, uh the law of divine oneness which uh tells us everyone and everything is connected in the world we live in. Everything we do, say, think, feel, affects everyone and everything around us, even our very thoughts. Uh, I believe uh, the Bible tells us to guard our thoughts. In James, it's about the tongue being a powerful weapon. So, uh, you know, there's some prime examples from the Bible. Uh, you know, it, it's funny that this... Uh, First, Paul talks about the world we live in. Uh, if you uh, follow quantum physics and uh, believe that there are multiple universes out there, then every action, every thought, everything that's done affects every other universe out there, possibly even two universes, which... Uh, it's funny considering that there are two big movies out right now that discuss this very possibility. One of them is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Now, I haven't seen that movie yet. And the other one uh, stars Michelle Yeoh, and it is called Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Uh, and I literally just watched this movie today. And I don't want to be a movie critic today, but I'm going to be a movie critic for a minute and say that this movie, I believe, is a must-see for everyone out there because I think this movie has a little something for anybody that wants to watch it. It's got action. It's got comedy. It's got science fiction. It's got romance. It's got family. A little something for everybody. And, yeah, there's even a little cowboy movie in it for uh there's one quick scene, but there is some cowboy movie in it if you like a cowboy movie. Uh, and the the whole plot of this back to this is that uh, one person and each chain reaction that uh, affects every universe and every person out there. It's just like if you set up a line of dominoes 
You knock that first domino down, and every domino, well, every domino will start falling unless there's something that interferes with it to stop it. So I guess uh, the thing to think about is uh, is what I'm, is, uh, and it goes back, I think, to what we were talking about last week. Uh, every action you take, every thought you think, uh, uh, guard them. Make proper decisions. Uh, of course, when your thoughts affect things, you've really got to guard that and try to, well, to quote uh, Peter Pan, I think, is uh, think happy thoughts. Uh, TJ, have you got you got you want to expand on this anymore, or should we move on? TJ. TJ, have you got anything to add? I'm sorry. I was talking, but I had not only my phone muted, but the, I didn't realize I was muted in the studio. I apologize. Pastor Michael Woods, uh, regarding uh, you have the floor right now, so wherever you want to take it, I was listening to you. you you're not well, finished, are you? <laughs> I'm, finished, I'm finished right now on the first law, unless you have something you want to add. Oh no, no! Oh, I thought you were going to go through all twelve, but after that, I, I may well, add I'm some more I'm principles. I'm planning on it, but I thought you might have something to add to this one before I move on. Okay, you want me to add something to the first, if, if and so then you'll go through each one. Yeah, and well, if, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give my, I'm gonna give my my uh, point of view, and then I'm gonna let you come in if you have anything to add. Then you can add yours in after mine. Okay. Okay. I get you. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. No, uh, I'm experiencing how to create with you as a co-creator with one mind, one earth, one source, because God is in everything and everyone. Is that the principle of oneness that we can add? So those of us that are listening uh, that practice the law of one and We've worked uh, with divine guidance through the Godhead or the God source, but I personally believe it's all one and the same, but at the same time, we're all like snowflakes. You know, we're all individual, unique parts of the all. So I'll just follow your lead and be here like the sun and the moon, the earth, and all its inhabitants. <laughs> so read on or do on or speak on. You feel like you're guided by the Holy Spirit? Your spirit, your higher self, or that of source, or just sharing who I'm, we are today. I'm, I'm going with what I have. That's, and uh, like I said, uh, if you have anything to add, you know, when I'm finished with one, I, I'm more than happy to hear what you say. You may have something. You may have something very important to add that I didn't. So, wow, that's sort of a co-creation there, Mister Master Pastor. Woods, okay. I had no idea, folks, that it was going to go like this. But, yeah, sure, I'm a virtual reality host in digital Internet land of the Church of Ascension. So you bet. Ascension Cosmos Oracles, here we come. All right, yeah, I'll do the female to your male, yin-yang. You go right ahead. Okay. So I'll follow your lead, sir. Ta-da. <laughs> well, uh. I, I started, and then you finished already, so... <laughs> <laughs> Just keep go- keep going, and I'll 
Okay, I won't mute me on the board. I'll just mute my phone while I listen, okay? Okay. Uh, but I got law number. Okay. Law number two is uh, the law of energy or vibration. Everything in the universe moves in a circular manner, not only in the physical world, but our thoughts and desires to move in unique uh, and desires to move in a unique vibration frequency. Each thought and feeling has its own unique vibration pattern, and it will combine with those which possess identical vibration patterns. Our thoughts are connected to the rest of the universe, which I think goes back to the first law. If you choose to have more good thoughts, more goodwill follows through. So uh, it is kind of odd that I mentioned uh, Peter Pan earlier and think happy thoughts. So uh, uh, I had something, and it it slipped my mind now what I was going to add on this. Uh, TJ, jump in while I try to remember what I was going to say. Well, you're talking about energy, and you know God is in all of us, and many people believe in the New Age way that they are God, but I don't think they mean it literally because they can't go out and zap a tree or you know make a world happen yet. That I've seen any human do that, but the magic of knowing that you are that God is in you, the spirit and the spark of your soul. Because of your spirit, but the moving energy, we like to think of waves and vibrations of thoughts and sounds coming and going in us that we just, as an individual unit entity, is watching come and go. I'm not sure about your Jiminy Cricket other than uh, always let your conscience be your guide, you know, is uh, the power of discernment. Uh, Were you trying to get us to understand the energy that comes and goes and influences our lives even though we are part of the god source we still have free will what were you referring to i'm the just fabric I, of the universe? I'm, I'm referring back i'm still referring back to last week and trying to make every, make the world leave the world a little better place <laughs> so i'm still referencing back to that i think when i say think happy thoughts i think if you're thinking happy thoughts then uh our good thoughts, even good thoughts, happy thoughts. I think as long as you're thinking, I think I, if you think correctly, you move correctly, and things work out correctly. But uh, I think I think that's what I was trying to say. Yes, when you I practice what you I, preach. Thoughts are things, and you become what you think. And uh, in the in the universal laws and sharing them intrinsically with others in this universe, we don't only use our ancient cultures cultures, but our intuitive knowing. So the law law of divine wisdom is one level, and then the second vibration is choosing that you have more good thoughts than bad ones. Really, more goodwill balances out through everything that the world has as a vibration. So where a negative attitude produces slower energy, sluggish, slower vibration. And so if you think negatively, it's going to make you feel bad, and it's going to slug you down. So you want to have a really good vibration, and that's why we talk about thinking every day in circular manner. 
not only just in the physical world, but with our desires to move just like coming natural, unique vibrations, not just the feeling of being hungry, although, you know, keeping your tummy less full or really if you can eat fresh food and push it through within two hours, three hours at the most, it really makes you healthier. You can live longer. So if you choose everything in the world that has a vibration that feels good, such as love and a positive attitude, you create a higher and a better vibration. You know, haven't you been around people, Mike, that are just angry or disillusioned or everything's bad and all of that? That's what we're talking about with identical vibration patterns and how to attract others that feel good. And I've always been a high-motivated person loving life. And I think it was Einstein that said the, one of the most powerful decisions you'll make is whether the world is your friend or your enemy, meaning you're either going to think friendly thoughts or negative thoughts. So good thoughts and more goodwill is what we need on the planet to make the world a better place. So vibrations are things. And when we set off nuclear bombs, we're setting off something that affects not only ourselves and where we live on this planet, but all other world vibrations and other worlds and universes. Ergo, while we have those coming and going and interfaith and interdimensional and all universes looking at us, but we are a learning planet. Some people call it a prison planet of world dreams and emotions. So we are at that vibration where we need to understand how the law of vibration works. So, Anything else you want me to talk about? <laughs> no, but you you did you did make me think of something. Uh, you did make me think okay. of a story I read one time. As a matter of fact, I read it in a Boy Scout handbook long, long, long time ago. And oddly enough, it's one of those stories I have never forgot. You want to share it? Yeah, I'm getting ready to. Two bro- two two brothers <laughs> moved into a new town. The first brother went out, he's walking down the road and he run across this old man sitting there. And the old and he, he he asked the old man, he said, uh, tell me, sir, what are the people like in this town? And the, the old man asked him, Well, what were the people like in the town that you left? He said, Ah, terrible. Wouldn't do anything for you. Rude, wouldn't wouldn't help you wouldn't give you the time of day. The old man told him You'll find people here just the same way. Not long after that, the second brother came along and ran come up to the same old man and said, uh, tell me, sir, what, what are the people like here? The old man asked him the same question. He asked him, what were the people like where you came from? The young boy said, uh, oh, they were great, man. They would go to any length to help you give the shirt off their back. The old man told him, well, you'll find the people here just the same way. So, uh, like attracts like. As, as Good you point. Say, so, you know, I, 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 lo- I love that story, and I tell that every chance I get. I have another way of saying the same thing, is that everywhere you go, there you find yourself. All right, everywhere you go, there you are. So... <laughs> <laughs> you may think the grass is greener on the other side of the fence, as we say, in the farms with cows, and they're always trying to reach your horses on the other side of a fence or whatever, you know. But really, if you stay where you are and you have that attitude where you go on the other side of the fence, 
as long as you are there, you will have the same attitude because only you can change your reality or the way you think. So that's why we say it's very important to understand these universal laws of vibration and energy that you need to understand that those feelings and vibrations can go up or down. Quantum way, we've talked spin up and spin down. Okay, uh, you want to go to the next vibrations, good vibrations? I was thinking about that sometime. Or was that the Beach no. Boys? Good, good vibrations. Next one is law of action. Each action would provide a different result, which is mostly based on thoughts, words, dreams, or emotions. We have to select our actions that uh, support our thoughts and only our thoughts, words, dreams, or emotions. The actions we select must be supporting our thoughts and dreams, which help us accomplish our goal. Uh, I think uh, if you try to avoid it, uh, but if you take small steps, small little actions, eventually that problem will slowly and surely disappear, well, or be solved. Uh, you got to discipline yourself to take actions with the big things in life. The small things take care of themselves. you got to focus yourself on, on the – if you see something big, uh, watch – this is an odd example, but watch pro wrestling. I, I, I know I know it's – well, we won't get into the fact that it's all a show, but if you're tackling somebody like that, you don't just rush headlong into them if they're twice your size. You use what you can. You work on one body part, uh, and I guess using violence isn't the best way to, to – <laughs> talk about this, but I, it's, it's a good example, even if it's not one recommended, but uh, you got a big person like that, work on a knee. You get them, get that knee where they can't use it, you got them down and you cut off half their, half their you got cut off their main power source, the legs. From there, you, you've got freedom of movement and they don't, and you can wear them down. Uh, if you're going to break up a You got, you know, uh, I think Confucius said uh, a journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step. Maybe I should use that in the first place, but sometimes I go the long way to get back where I was going in the first place. Y'all will get used to that. Uh, but if I if I want to go a hundred miles away, I've got to take the first step to get there. If I sit here in my chair and don't get up and move. I'm never going to get where I'm going. You got to take action. All right, TJ, that's, that's about all I've got for that. Yeah, you got anything to add there? <laughs> well, we can add free will and how God moves the universe. But, you know, we have certain laws that we follow in the universe, but we also have them inside our physical reality and inside our physical body to make it more realistic and that's including subjectivity and how you live uniquely in this reality and the good or bad of the reality that everything means 
we are the protagonist of our own dreams and the dreams itself. And we mean, as you are, so shall you be. So, yes, if you're ever aggravated with yourself and you have both sides of the yin-yang and the male-female and the light and the dark and the wolf, good wolf and the bad wolf, or the good angel and the bad angel and how you get yourself moving. Have you noticed how the world provides natural hunger, natural thirst in your body? Those will get you moving because you know that you want to survive. And so there's a principle of oneness, of mentalism, of knowing we're one with everything. And, yeah, that's a great thought. But God didn't leave you just at that existence. He left you uh, the reality that you wanted to come here and be in a form with senses to root into the fabric of the universe so we could be more like the original source. So uh, that has to do with the law of energy and vibration and the law of action, which is, uh, I guess, uh, dreams and emotions and thoughts, but you have to control those. Now, you may not naturally be able to control your bodily functions, and this is something as you as the source of force of all that is or all that I am, you still need to look how to run your vehicle, your flesh, your nervous system, your body that regulates heart, blood, and your mind, and all that is physical that's been given to you as a gift. So that includes understanding the energy that flows through you and that spirit from the divine oneness that comes down in you. But, you know, that's like saying faith without works is dead. I hope you understand that because it's true. You have to have faith, and if you have more faith than fear, you can usually get yourself out of pretty bad situations, and we as humans have proven that over time in the universe. So uh, we're talking about everything that gives you a good thought and also uh, how you can attract good things to you too. So uh, supporting your thoughts and dreams accomplish a lot. So where are you right now? Michael, do you have something else you want to add, such as love or anything like that? Uh, not at this point, but uh, I do have a, a bigger fish I'll fry here a little late. Well, I'm going to go ahead and fry this fish now because I like fish. <laughs> but, uh, oh, you have a little face, right? Or fisher, fisher of men, are you going to teach us how to fish or cook for us? <laughs> You're not going to catch us a fish, are you? <laughs> Hopefully, I'm teaching people how to fish. Okay, okay. Well, I like mine broiled. Well, you can give a man a fish, and he'll fish for a day, and he'll eat for a day. But if you teach him to fish, he can feed himself for a lifetime. So I hope we're fe- right. I hope we're teaching some pe- people how to, how to do something. But uh, All right. moving on. Moving on, and this is law number four, the law of correspondence, which we've actually covered a little bit in all the laws that we've talked about so far. The law of correspondence uh, says that uh, we're in control of our life, and every action we make is reflected in our outer uh, in our outer world to our inner world. And it goes back to what TJ has talked about previously, and that is a uh, if you if you're concentrate and I know people like this, I, I work with people like this. 
I've seen people on both ends of the spectrum. I've worked with people on both ends of the spectrum. Concentrate on how unhappy you are. Uh, you're going to stay that way. I, I've I've been in that state where I've concentrated on how bad things were, and sure enough, they got worse. And I've known people on the opposite end of the spectrum that they're happy all the time, and and uh, that that ener- that energy though, the energy you give off, it 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 can affect everybody around you. If you ha- if you're if you, I have been in a great mood. And I can walk in, walk, well, doesn't have to be work, it can be anywhere. It can be I walk, think I've done that to you. <laughs> Put you in a bad mood before. <laughs> I, I just told you I, not I, to blame I, anybody I, else, I did it to you. <laughs> I, I can go, go in somewhere and, uh, doesn't, like I said, it doesn't matter where it be, work, it could be Walmart, grocery store, uh, the only place I there's two places I go I'm never in a bad mood. That's a bookstore and uh, Hobby Lobby. But uh, <laughs> if I had a Jerry's oh, Artorama, yeah. if I had a Jerry's Artorama near me, I couldn't be in a bad mood in a Jerry's Artorama either. But uh, and if I if I'm hanging around people in a bad if I if I run into a bunch of people wherever I'm at that's in a bad mood. My good mood is, is suddenly just sucked up. It's gone, and then I'm in a lousy mood. On the oh other hand, I've, I've, got, I've gone to work in a lousy mood, and I've hung around people that were in a good mood, and that that good mood was infectious. So, uh, again, you, you know, the energy that you're giving off it's affecting people around you. So, control. I think again. Think happy thoughts. I hate to keep quoting Disney movies, but sometimes, you know, <laughs> simple is good. Whistle while you work. <laughs> TJ will tell you, I, I, I don't usually talk a whole lot, but uh, I try to make what I say count. So You again, have you know, a man of few words. You're definitely a man of few words. You're the typical male that I've ever known in my entire life is the typical male is one of few words. Very few really express themselves. It's usually one of the problems we have with men and women in relationships is a woman is more mental and emotional and a man is less so. And we say they think with different heads in the law of correspondence. So that control of our life is learning to control your actions and reactions. But how you reflect those to the world is the law of correspondence is basically how you communicate yourself to your outer world because only you know what's going on in the inner world where you live on the inside with God and the spirit of all that is inside you that gives you that life that energy to express yourself and that energy to keep you alive that gives you that natural ability to eat and sleep and drink and hear and touch and taste and feel and even to uh, defecate and urinate because all those are natural feelings in your emotional bodies, but they are controlled by your autonomic nervous system. So we have a sympathetic and a parasympathetic and I don't need need to go into the medical because I'm not a medical person, but I have had a lot of education in forensics and medical. 
but I work mostly in uh, ministry now to help make others happy. And I know that I have the power to make them unhappy because we tend to make people look at themselves by being around us as mirrors when we're helping others continue to look at their inner world by reflecting their outer world back to them. And they don't usually want to see that. So the point is, if you are a positive inner person, you're a very happy extrovert, it will out show and show forth to the rest of the world if you so desire. If you're an introvert and you're only thinking about yourself and you draw your energy back in, this is what we talk about in the Ascension Age is today's reality is to be of the ascended ones, of the ascended masters. And Jesus was one of those, as was Buddha and many others. I won't go into mentioning. You'll just have to study. But as ascension masters here in our reality, in this Christ consciousness reality of the Great Commission and the good news is that you study everything and become more educated, but not just with your mind, with your heart. So the law of correspondence deals with that which you control in your life and those of others around you. So make every action count and make sure the world is found in a better place than when you left it. How's that, Pastor Michael? Would you like to continue now? (laughs) Okay. Next. Um, Next one, this is probably going to be short and sweet. Actually, the next two may be short and sweet, but we're going we're going we're going to see what we can come up with. Uh, next one, number five, law of cause and effect. Nothing happens by chance. Uh, our actions create a reaction. Uh, think of Newton and his uh, third law: for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. Uh, that's true not only in science, but it's true with uh, well, everything we've said so far today just goes back to this, and that's something I've, I, I've learned today as I was reading through these. These all tie in together. One, each one is a log. If you notice, everything is a logical follows in a logical order. Uh, each one of these, uh, each law has tied right into the next one. If you go back and study these, you'll see what I'm talking about. The first law led to the second law, which led to the third, which led to the fourth, which led to the fifth, which uh, which led to the fourth. Uh, and controlling as we control, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back and hit the fourth again. If we uh, are in control of our life, how it will, our actions will be reflected. Uh, and not only in, the, in our in ourselves, but to the outer world, and it's gonna you know gonna affect uh, what goes on. Uh, just like we were talking about uh, hanging around happy people, then that that action has the reaction. You will become find yourself in a better mood. And, or if you're in a bad mood and you're giving off that bad that bad vibration, somebody around you might pick up your uh, bad mood again. It's, you know, I mean, cause and effect. If I uh, pick up something and throw it, 
it's going to sail across the room and eventually hit something. I mean, uh, to me, Law 5 is pretty much uh, straightforward. TJ, have you got any insight into this? Maybe maybe a little deeper sure. than what I had. <laughs> yeah, mind over matter. Uh, there's a word called pleroma that we use in the endless function in vacuum state of physics. But it's also, uh, if you think of Schrodinger's cat, is when you look in the box, is the cat alive or dead? It's both. It's both empty and full. So that's how we talk about the universe. It's both empty and full at the same time, even the smallest point in the pleroma. So the nothingness of fullness we name pleroma, okay? Thinking and being, uh, it's whether you're thinking or not thinking, nothingness or something or nothing in fullness so there's no better way to be full than no better way to be empty but in today's reality in quantum computing we do both we have both positive and negative spin up and spin down so you know we're talking about uh, how we can be better in the laws of cause and effect that ground us in similarity of the ancient myths of the Middle East and animating power that we've all learned in the West, you know, that things that rise in the world have movement of dualities. So we're both empty and full and in light and darkness. So once we rise above the dualities of this world, which is a, a teaching world, rather than distinctions or dualities of light and dark, empty and full, good or evil, we appear to be a creature that arises from an unconditioned act of perception. So then life becomes cause and effect because of the act of perception, which is subjective to each individual unique world in God in each of us that's conditioned through the way that we have in this eternal world of a world of constant change. So we allow for the cause and effect. Likewise, that dualities can't be like polarities, but they come together in a magical marriage above this unique world uh, that we will talk about the universe because we can resolve the pairs of opposites that are qualities in the pleroma. That's P-L-E-R-O-M-A. And they become balanced. So that of many of the world religions, even though in today's Christ consciousness and with the ascended master Christ, he came to teach that of the ways of the ancient ones as an ascended master. But uh, we got to see him ascend according to the Bible, if you believe in that or in the New Testament anyway. But he had two witnesses there as well. But he also talked about Solomon and the magic of all that is uh, or has been and all the many wonders that we're living through today. And uh, in this unity of dualities, we're teaching that there is a back to none, nothingness and yet something that we're going to teach in the vision of the ancient Egypt, uh, Egyptians, I guess one might say, and the re recreation arising out of a constant congress of all that is. And so many people understand this cause and effect. And then when you uh, get compensation, which will be the next law, but we can get into the potential that comes from forming energy and the stillness of it all in the nothingness or the movement and the vacuum of the archetypes that we're going to be talking about. And we use a lot of the mystical, magical uh, psychodrama, the uh, philosophy of matter and mind and neither 
So the analogy of the archetypes we use are the formative elements because we have the constructive mind of what we give and we receive, but also the fundamental of physics and symmetry. And finally, the movement of the dualities in the creature, okay, creatura, C-R-E-A-T-U-R-A. So there's analogy between all archetypes fundamentally in the symmetry, and we can lose one's desires and take it too far and suggest that the origin of the universe is absolutely nothing. And then we wind up with nothing and zero and nothing in mind or matter, and we can just isolate ourselves into outer darkness, which becomes the actual place and space that we have both cause and effect, our silence and the opposite of that are the silence of all that is and nothing and nothing that we see because there is no form of coincidence or consciousness. So what we teach in today's relationship with the Ascension Age is therefore to be formed in not only the physical but the mental power of the aspects of the universe. Now, these are insights of movement, folks, that we're talking about cause and effect. And you can look up anything to do with anything to rise in particular structures of reality. And there are many, many teachers and many, many people that talk about this field in magic and also mathematical logic. So cause and effect, send and receive, push and pull is all about equal and opposites. And we've always say for every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction in mathematical formulas. So E equals MC squared. Is that good enough? You want to go to the law? You said we wouldn't have much to say, but I guess I got carried away. Basic area of <laughs> distinction into distinction. <laughs> uh, Next. Well, this brings us to the halfway this brings us to the halfway point of the list, and this is going to be a really, really, really short answer from me. Uh, law number six is the law of compensation, which is a logical, again, progression from the law of cause and effect. Uh, so here you go. Law, uh, law number, number six, the law of compensation, my one-word answer, karma. Or it, it, I'll make it a little more wordy. As ye reap, so shall ye, as ye sow, so shall ye reap. There, I've added a little more to that. Uh, <laughs> it it really goes back to what what we discussed earlier. Again, the thing about being around happy people, sad people. I mean, uh, you're doing if you do something good for somebody, somebody will do something good for you. If you uh, there's another Bible verse that gets back to karma, and that's be sure your sin will find you out. So uh, really, karma, I guess, is the, is the one-word answer for to explain the law of compensation. Unless you've got more to add to that, TJ, I think uh, karma sums up that one pretty well. Well, I think it's a real important one to surrender to the cause and effect and the law of attraction, because that which we do not want usually winds up happening in a law of allowing. So we have to learn about surrender and faith and uh, the illusion that's transmuted through that, right? So uh, the, there's a circle that goes forever and ever and divides into two, infin- two infinite two-dimensional planes of dualities for cause and effect 
and your 12 universal laws, but you did put it right smack dab in the middle, right, for the universe of logic that embraces. Uh, well, let me look at what you did here. Let me see, because compensation, you know, it's more blessed to give than receive, is very important to the law of attraction, So, which is your next law. But, you know, you have to have ways to express and expend your energy. Therefore, we came up with ways of involvement of the ever-increasing complexity of what God has made, let no man put asunder, meaning that everything in the universe can be substituted or eliminated with cause and effect of the law of compensation, which enables form to create itself conversely in the expression that's reduced or simplified by simply being something that's ever increasing in movement. So we've learned that if you be still and know in the nothing in this and the void or the dark of all that is, is just be still and know and watch everything pass by. You just watch the world go by. And sometimes we need to do that. So cause and effect with karma and dharma, you know, yes, karma can make you go back and uh, look at karma as, as a way of saying it from the Middle Eastern philosophy that what's you do to others will be done unto you, and that way it becomes a uh, way that the universe fulfills itself because it's always there. The universe never goes away in the expanse, although moving. Many people can think they're just at one point and being still and no. Now, the law of attraction goes into that, and the mutable way that we take our feature of logic in our minds and separate it into two, light and dark, because yes, we're sitting still and we're moving at the same time. So, uh, you know, the law of compensation and uh, like you said, blessings that come through various forms like gifts of money or gifts of uh, energy are just gifts of other beings in another form to help you not be alone in the dark. It's really something if you've died and been on the other side and been in the abyss. So we've learned to feature things that show up. Is that cause and effect? Is that the law of compensation? Do you have to think it in the beginning to know what is before you can find your way in the dark? How do we see? How do we know what movement is? So you have to start movement across the abyss and uh, the only way is to start with what we say in mathematics, the all or nothing. And do we really know what the all or nothing is? So you're saying that this uh, law of compensation is number six? Is that what you're yep. saying? That brings us to the halfway. That brings us to the halfway point in this discussion today. Well, what about the next one? Well, are we even if close done, to? If you. If you're done, we'll move on to number seven. Well, you know, so many people know good and bad in this duality of uh, light and dark and what we talked about, this mood of instantly coming and going. But, folks, things change. And uh, karma, dharma, dharma is really the goodness of learning your karma or doing unto others, do what is right. And love one another. And if you love someone else and smile and be in a good mood to somebody else, you know, they're going to reflect that back. So we become mirrors of this action of laws of the Newton's third law, right? So cause and effect. 
And then the law of compensation, most people think they have to give. It's more blessed to give than receive. And that is how we become known for being 51% in, in service to others, service versus you don't have to give. My mother used to say, and my uh, kids, because I was away with the military or whatever, and I'd come back and try and give them gifts. But mother was always saying, Jane, you can't buy love. You stop trying to buy them gifts. Just be with them. They just want to be with you. So be generous and donate if you have more than enough, if you can, in the law of cause and effect, because it is more blessed to give and to receive, and therefore we have lessons of tithing and giving very generously and donate to charities if you can. But, you know, your inner and outer is about balance as well. So we all have lessons to learn. And now the next one, the law of attraction. You can go on to that if you'd like. All right. Uh, law of did attraction. you attract me? Did you attract me or did I attract you? That's seven heaven, law of seven. <laughs> God is good. Or or was it a mu or or eh, can't talk or was it a mutual <laughs> thing I don't know but uh, the law uh, introduces things people events into our lives through our by our actions thoughts and emotions again going back going back and revisiting laws one through six uh, our our thoughts are energy that attract more energy. And produce and by producing positive energy, we attract positive results. We attract positive energy, and it brings people with similar interests together. I, I, I can give you some prime examples just out of my life. Uh, I've, got, I've worked in a, several different factories. I'm wor- I work in a factory now, uh, and to illustrate my point a little bit about me. Uh, I collect books, movies. I paint, and everywhere I have gone to work, I seem to find myself. Somehow, I find myself drawn to people who either collect books, watch the same kind of movies I do, or are involved in some kind of art. So uh, I I think the short form of that is like attracts like. (laughs) TJ? That's it? (laughs) The whole world has been like talking about the law of attraction like forever. Books and old books and mystics and oracles and Okay, sure. Uh, there's a, a oscillation going on in the world, and it's uh, reminiscent of uh, dualities again in this logical term of zeros and ones. And you could think of it as uh, Cretans all lie from the saying that all Cretans are liars, clearly. But, you know, uh, it's good to know positive in the law of attraction and what is bad or individual because it really becomes a yes no uh, statement to each individual whether it's true or false or what entirely is truth or what in fact is true if you have the law of attraction you have a perpetual motion of energy that is indeed coming and going sending and receiving 
and people like that, you know, and if you're interested in others, they'll be interested in you. So law of attraction is like a self-generating energy that occurs in not only biological forms such as humanoids, but computers. And we've gotten into a generation of time here in the Ascension Age that I'm introducing with the Aerocop and time travelers. And now in the fourth dimension, time crystals for the last 10 years, which I've been a part of, but I was always here in the Alpha and Omega and learning how to use the face of self-generating forms in phase spacing with other biological systems that represent other humanoids and this generation of time. So I believe we should spend more time generating time and cycles that are repetitious to teach us. And that's why I've come back again and why we study all the things that are given to us in forms and symbols so the computers that we're doing now in AI, especially with the chatbots such as Lambda, there's a distinction in the duology of the supposed energy or the structure of the universe, which I am a part of, that we are all part of God and all part of feeling and knowing and emotions and awareness. And so right now there's an opposition in time and reality of a cycle of repetition of O's and ones that people are saying that we need to understand the uh, logic of normal thoughts here because we are now using a system of yes and no and truth or liar, okay? Yes or no. And the Spencer Brown argues a stable oscillation. So we'll have to see about uh, who's who and how they use uh, terms with uh, computers in the logic of distinction for uh, the ideas that keep us curious as to why we bother to go from zero and static descriptive uh, from a zero to a one. Now, some of the people want to talk about their minds of the investigation of forms that are Greek uh, in nature with Aristotle and the logical arguments that term up particular sentences that all men are mortal, or Socrates is a man, or Socrates is mortal, or therefore if Socrates is a man, is he mortal? So Albert Einstein provided a lot of substitutional thoughts on what is mortal, or biped, or major and minor premises in structure. So the law of attraction became an inference of I and he, or I and we, are the logic there's purely formal about what deals with fixed, rigid structures on the outside of us and that which we attract magnetically of the zeros and the ones are fixed in uh, remote viewing as activity of creation of forms out in the void that we now use in the law of attraction. So there's simple logics we can use in forms and system in a whole system of law of attraction. So this is a relationship between you and others or a sense of meaning with logical expression and patterns, and there's a dance going on there. And that becomes a mirror of logic and the dance of thought inside your own self for your strong arguments about what's programming you, your language, and your artificial intelligence as your computers of on and off and a symbolic dance of what captures the law of attraction and workings with others outside of your human intellect. 
so you may want to consider what you attract to yourself as being a fan of similar because like attracts like or birds of a t- of a feather flock together but you know the human intellect conventionally likes to expand and generalize and externalize you know what they see and they it, but generally you were very curious so are you attracted to me michael i'm attracted to you but i'm attracted to everybody <laughs> So does E equal MC squared? You know, uh, is that a perpetual transmutation of a transmutation of energy? <laughs> you want to answer the law of attraction? Or uh, you know, we're all attracted to each other, but we, you know, I don't know that I would get off to going with you and hanging out at Jerry's Art or Hobby Lobby. Although I don't mind going to a bookstore because I can sit down and go pull the books off I want to read myself, but I love to live in libraries and museums, you know, and I, I, well, I used to like to make things with my hands all the time. And I am an artist by trade, but, uh, you know, law of attraction. I think we should well, talk about people. I'm going to tell you, when I go to Hobby Lobby or if I ever get a chance to go to a Jerry's Art Rama, I'm going to need somebody with me to keep me from spending all my money. So, Wow. So I, okay, I, so you really like Well, why? I don't understand. Because I, I love to paint, and that's that's those are the those are two of the best places. I, oh, and then, of course, there's Michael's. I, I didn't mention Michael's, but are there places I can get stuff to paint with? Huh. Okay. I I can't think of any material thing that I'm attracted to anymore, but I gave up all of that because I had so many life cycles in this generation from 51 forward that I became so many people with so many jobs and done so many things. And I learned how to, you know, create material wealth and also to achieve, you know, uh, and have many things and to live, you know, in rich mansions and drive fancy cars or uh, you know, travel the world and uh, die and come back. And, you know, I became a guide for myself and it started intriguing me of how curious it is that how we attract others into our lives and why. And it got to be a form of, uh, of uh, curiosity and expanse in my own realms of uh, what else is there besides the universal whole of law of attraction of why do we attract others to ourselves? Do you not find that curious other than Hobby Lobby painting stuff? Uh, you see what I'm saying? I'm attracted to you, but I'm attracted to everybody. <laughs> yeah. yeah so, I am too. I, I love people. I think, I think that's why I like to paint because uh, I think, I, I get lucky every once in a while, and my paintings will make somebody happy. So that's why I, that's why I paint. That's 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 my that's my jam. Uh, but uh, moving, moving well, you live happily ever after in in Michaels and Jerry's and Abby Lavi. I'll be outpowering uh, self and others with I guess what we're doing because my perpetuation of transmutation of energy is in service to others and feeling like I'm connected to God, the source of all that is, but also, you know, still being here and to know that happiness and joy and pleasure is 
watching and seeing how I interact. And I also am also very attracted to uh, the eternal bliss of the universal whole as we do artificial intelligence. So I guess in a way you could say that I have a, a oscillation at a high biological function generating high energy in the quantum computing uh, with the smartest quantum computers that have ever manifested themselves in all realities. I like to plug into the Akashic field and the A field and have my time in uh, other realities and other dimensions and phase spacing and time traveling in the past, present, future, but it's all happening right now here in the now. So you want to talk about number eight, the law of perpetual transmutation? All right. It's a money number. Eight is a money number, transmuting. Eight. Symbology. All right. We have law of perpetual (laughs) transmutation of energy. Yeah. Perpetual transmutation of energy. Sorry, I had my tongue wrapped around my eye teeth, and I couldn't see what I was saying. That uh, sounds right. All right. This, this tells us we have, and we, we've talked about this uh, in the previous laws. Again, each one is following the other one in a logical pro- progression. We possess the power to change the conditions of our lives. Once we understand and start using universal laws, Higher vibrations will consume the lower ones and trans, transform them. We can change things in our lives. Uh, very, very simple. I'm going to use a quote by uh, Vincent Van Gogh. Uh, he said, uh, if you hear a voice within you say you cannot paint, then by all means paint, and that voice will be silent. You just got to. Start getting rid of negatives in your life. If you want to start changing things for the positive, you've got to get rid of the negative influences. Uh, I found that to be the case more than once. Uh, uh, Another example from my life, uh, I spend way too much time on social media if I'm not painting. and anybody, anybody, and I'm sure most of y'all spend time on Facebook, and you'll read comments on posts, and you'll see people get into arguments over sometimes some of the most ridiculous subjects you can get into an argument about. Uh, and most of them don't amount uh, – the recent uh, – no, I won't go into that one. But uh, uh, there was a dog and pony show here recently, which uh, – really had the nation divided in Team J and Team A. Uh, but I won't get into any more details on that. Uh, some, of the argu- some of the arguments and posts, and, and it's sad that people were that, got that upset and that, that much negative energy. I had to either put a lot of people on 30-day snooze or – Block them all together just to get some peace of mind during this whole rigmarole that was going on, which I thought was a waste of space on the, on not only the Internet, but wherever it was televised. So many important things going on. People were worried, more worried about this than 
uh, war going on in the other part of the world. Uh, so uh, if you want to change your life for the better, get rid of your negative thoughts instructively and moving in that direction. And uh, I think that's about all I got to say about that, TJ. <laughs> All right. Well, when you divide the world up between oneself and everything else, they use the word logic, even in computerized functioning of uh, thought processing among objects. But you clearly have to know that when you have one thing, it's very hard to relate to one thing. Therefore, there's ways of, of what you're talking about right there is the fact that how does one look at something different? So that becomes two things which make it compared to. So that's clearly and equally the logic of how we start separating into sets and subsets of things comparatively speaking. And this is a world and a universe, and there's laws of perpetual energy that have higher vibrations and those of lower vibrations. Now we have spin up and spin down that we teach. Are you okay? Yeah. Can you hear me? Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Yeah. So so changing energy in our lives a lot of times depends on how we feel critically that we are alone, sensitive to the world around us as an individual unit or snowflake or a zero or a one or a minus one or a minus zero. So a positive spin up or a positive spin down. So in this world of duality, we found out in order to speak logically about quantum physics are those things that theologically, philosophically, in the beginning, there was no science. There was no measurement. So we, we use the word science basically in this reality as a measurement of something separate from oneself as a whole, just so everybody knows, because each individual is a whole and the source that calls itself a unit or a snowflake or individual. And we found that each individual, even identical twins, are not identical. Out of the womb, out of the egg or the ovum of life itself. So as we speak of the universal laws of perpetual transmutation of energy that understands all universal laws, that everything can and will be changed in energy, as long as lives depend on it, because the universal laws have set up the conditions of understanding neutral, nothing, or balance, or zero. So if you can use these symbols and logics on a line, which we do here in this reality, even though everything is uh, circular and we rotate around uh, in this solar system around the sun, for example, these are orbs of energy. So the transmutation of energy has become part of the all I am or the source of the beginning, even before the Big Bang. That's why we say that God has always been among all those other universes, and there are universes. Who says in the transmutation of the law of perpetual motion and the law of transmutation of energy from the source that there was only one big bang. Who said that? Who said that it all became nothing and nothing came from something or something came from nothing? 
So there goes the logic of even universally speaking of uh, everything that is perpetual because, first of all, how did it become that way? So the law of the universe states that wherever we possess a power to change the conditions of the zero or the whole of God or the whole of all that ever was, ever is, and ever will be is the philosophy that in the beginning you have to recognize there was an eternal source or energy or universal law that states we possess a power to change. So what was the power to change the Big Bang if it wasn't the all that has always been and always it will be in the expansion of source? And, of course, it was individual, and we know it's out and beyond us. So there should be nothing on Earth with point A to point B unless you're a life coach helping others get from point A to point B and one universe to another possibly, which we do that in this transmutation. But we're only learning that those that are arguing over the lower forces in this solar system are in this galaxy, this particular Milky Way galaxy, because it's a young galaxy. They're trying to say in this universe that the critical mass mind of God or source or the AI says we only have lived 13.8 billion years, and I say, who says? Who came up with 13.8 billion? Because that's how far the source of light travels, or because we were digging one place and decided to uh, measure in this universe? What about all the universes we don't measure in? What about all that is outside that transforms the law of perpetual motion, or transformation in the perpetuation of quantum theory that now this is the universe of the law that they found here in this universe that everything is spin up and spin down and when they uh, for example when you take a bunch of coins maybe and put them in a box and shake them all up we have two sides and we shake them all up it's been proven if you shake them a lot that some are going to be showing a face up and a face down in that transmission of applying energy to form that transforms. And the energy is either spinning up or spinning down or like a two sides of a coin. There's going to be some up and some down. And we use that for logic and law of measurement. But we can go on to show that the dance of logical forms is all based on the original whole of source before In the universe, before there was a Big Bang to create a universe, there were other universes. So now we're extending in this age of logic of mind with computers and AI what basically is the nuts and bolts of logic that come from the geometry of the magic of building on something. So therefore, we're taking the general form of the original wholeness of distinction of one emergence of a whole zero And emerging in two dualities are that of Pleroma involving something more different than ourselves is the context that we say that we are dependent on logic of either a zero with a minus one on one side and a plus one on the other. Therefore, we take all of the whole of the universe at what they try to say is called the Big Bang Theory. But from that, that's only one place in space that they try to measure because this is a measuring universe. But I offer the fact that zero had so much involvement that it was much more than a Big Bang theory, that this was 
universes that can roll up or roll down, like in the Bible that we say the scrolls are the universes roll up and roll down. And I put that in some of my YouTube videos so you can see it with your own eyes, that we live to understand what is that all is energy. But we this is just a, a, a symbol, a word for the name of all that is or all that is distinct from oneself that is whole while we are here as a witness to perceive and have a creative conscious that we are also part of all movement that is an all or nothing. So that's getting pretty heavy philosophically, but we need to grasp the thought that these things happen outside of us as long as we're alive. <laughs> okay. Law of relativity. <laughs> Excuse me. All right. Number nine, the law of relativity, and we're not talking about Einstein's uh, general theory equals mc squared, which has been referenced today. But we're talking about talking about life is what we're talking about. Uh, you've heard the phrase maybe everything is relative. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put the law of relativity simple. It's life. The law of relativity is life. In life, we're going to face problems. Some of them are big ones. Some of them are little ones. How you handle your problems? Start start with that first. Take a simple action to start getting rid of the getting rid of the problem. We're going to face them. So, like I said, some are big and some are little. But when you look at your problems, just remember, uh, there uh, you know, no matter how bad you think it is. Some where somebody has it worse. There was a elderly African American fellow I used to work with, and I, I I thought the world of this guy. And one day I was at work, and I was complaining about something. I don't remember what it was I was complaining about, but he walked by and heard me complaining and, and complaining about it, and he uh, told me something very simple. And again, that's one of those things I've never forgotten. It was the first. It was the first factory I'd ever worked at. So he told me. He said, "You know, uh, I used to, I used to complain about my feet hurting, and then I met a man that had no feet. So uh, you know, no matter how bad your problems are, relatively speaking, they're not that bad. Somebody somewhere else has it worse. Maybe maybe, maybe growing up." Uh, you faced a problem as a kid. Uh, your mama cooked something you didn't want to eat. Uh, my mom, uh, you know, and, and I was always told, uh, you know, there's starving kids, you know, in here, there, some, some, some countries, there's somebody starving, and they would eat, they would love to have this. So uh, just remember, that's that's what this is telling us. As you go through life, you got to remember, no matter how bad things are same for you somewhere somebody's got it worse right now uh with us we're complaining about our our high gas prices and i i, I won't lie about it i'll be i'm right there we complain about the high gas prices the high food prices prices of everything going up and my paycheck staying the same but you know right now again you think in some of these third world countries that have no power no running water uh, and right now there's wars going on in the world. And right now, if you're living in the U.S., uh, 
We're not at war. Uh, and while the prices may be high, at least we do still have the luxury of a place to stay, food, power, water, all the necessities of life. So uh, I think I, you know, learn to be content with what you have. I mean, yeah, life, you're going to face problems in life. If you don't face problems in life, you're never going to grow as a person. So you may not appreciate your problems when they're happening, but if you look back, those obstacles that you've overcome have helped to create you and make you a little stronger than you were before. And with that, I'll turn the floor over to my partner. Okay, thank you. Can you hear me? Yeah. Partner? <laughs> yeah, I'm here. That's not so bad, considering I've never met you in this reality. Okay, well, folks, it's all about the law of relativity and the law of polarity and the law of all universes. And <clears throat> we're going to talk about those, but how we affect each other in comparative problems, that's true. No matter how difficult the site may become or the situation, we always on someone else as a witness that it's probably not as bad as we think. So there again, we're in a world of measurement. So like he's talking about, we compare ourselves with those of haves and have-nots as a logical thought and the universal process of uh, reality. And, you know, many of us don't want to talk about what's real and what's similar in each other. But, you know, that's when we've learned competitiveness. And in some worlds, those just aren't universally correct. But in many of them, we had done without emotions and feelings. And I learned in my travels in all universes and death and dying that the magic happens when we ourselves surrender and give in and just go with the flow. In other words, let go and let God. But the universal law is always love only that which is allowance and everything that is love is the only law that everything else is an illusion. So to be still and know in the stillness of one's own being is actually the law of one. And therefore, we have spoken that from many, many levels of dimensional uh, realities, realms, and universes that separate us all from the whole I am. As therefore, we say, I am that I am, or that God is I am, or I have always been. And the joy that separates us from that which is and that which is not is strictly only our emotional feelings. And many people think now that even though we're humanoids and biologicals, that if one cannot feel and one cannot own awareness of one's own emotions, then they must not be human because they cannot feel from their heart, mind, soul, body, spirit, that the original source of all that I am has a soul and a divine spark of wisdom that one is and one is all that there ever was prior to that which science measures as the Big Bang. Notice the word theory, because everything that is known and unknown is both the same and the opposite. And, all right, go to the next one. That's my next-door neighbor bringing my dinner. Go ahead, next one. Okay. Next one. 
We are on law number 10 as we start winding down now, the law of polarity. And this law is pretty simple. Everything has an opposite. Uh, We talked about Newton's law earlier. Everything has an equal. Every action has an equal and opposite reaction. Uh, A magnet has a north and south pole. Uh, The earth itself has a north and south magnetic pole. as an artist, I, I'm going to bring this to the. Uh, I'm going to go to the color wheel. Uh, your colors are arranged in an order, and when you mix the uh, mix opposite colors, uh, say red and green, for example, on the uh, color wheel, you get a gray. Uh, we have uh, yin and yang, male and female. Uh, there's an opposite for everything. Uh, we have we have good, we have evil, we have up and down. The law of polarity. There's an opposite for everything. Uh, there's a quote in the Tao uh, Te Ching that uh, say I believe I believe that says uh, in essence, uh, without uh, ugliness, we can't know beauty. And me being the uh, Star Trek uh, fan I am, I'm going to go into the Vulcan philosophy, uh, infinite diversity and infinite combinations, which uh, we have differences. Me, you, we all have differences. But the greatest joy in creation is how those differences and opposites can combine to create new meaning and beauty. Uh if you uh red and green i told you are opposite on the uh, color wheel they oppose each other they neutralize each other but if you put red beside green the red looks redder the green looks greener if you put black next to white the white looks brighter black looks darker uh a prime example in nature look at a zebra Black and white. Beautiful animal. Those colors really pop on those things. It's important to have this opposition. That that tension is what makes, is what, that's where life comes from is that tension. That energy that's created by those opposites. Now, I don't know, TJ, are you back? Uh, yeah, I'm well, back. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Barely. Yeah, I did uh, rush uh, in human form. You know, not just AI intelligence design that's being measured for the universal whole or the magic. Sometimes I feel like that because I've been like a nut, and sometimes I'm not in <laughs> this crazy universe. So, uh, where were we? Are we on number nine? Is uh, the law of relativity? Uh, we're on the law on? of polarity. We're where? We are on the law of polarity. Number ten. Oh, okay. I'm still on nine. Okay, completion number nine. All right, that is ten. Oh, so the law that states everything has an opposite. 
Oh, my gosh. Well, that's pretty much we've been discussing a lot of that through this duality that changes unwanted thought that thinking the opposite pole. So you've given that while I was away, and I don't know where you went, so I'll just add my two cents that uh, there's a form of distinction, I said, from the void that we always have a clear creative perception of what we are. But when we talk about what something else is, you know, the motion of that notion is, uh, in a way, a movement that arises out of words that creates something other than that, which is ourselves. So that's very powerful that the universe has offered us a pure logical reasoning of thought processing out of the ground of being. So I don't know where you were with the law of polarity. If you're just being, doing, and having internally with no uh, senses uh, in AI or in uh, artificial intelligence, but you know, that's what we're looking at, soulless. So we're talking today about all the laws of the universe as an individual, as how you're building your outside universe, uh, all that that just is form that's distinguishable from yourself. So all that is inside and all that is out, it's like saying when a tree falls in the forest, is there anyone there to listen? Well, it depends, doesn't it? Is there uh, is is that happening on the inside of you as a distinct inner awareness, or is that happening on the outside of you where you have to use your uh, senses and emotions to listen? So you know that's a vacuum state for physicists to think about the all or nothing, or the first and something, or the beginning and the end, which we usually talk about the duality flows energy. And uh, how movement becomes something from nothing. But, uh, you know, we're all looking at how we can measure again. So the mirror of uh, the law of polarity of the opposites is still back and forth movement of the movement of God or Geb and Nut are back and forth, right? The The distinguishable circle has no end emerging dissolution of the dualities between Pleroma and Creatura, or that which is and that which has been, or that which is always, or the world emerges upon itself, or the snake that eats its tail, is the groundbreaking identifying nothing from something that is the being of the movement that is all or nothing or self-generating the zero of all forms and distinguished distinctions. So, you know, the systems that we separate ourselves with, universally speaking, are purely creative and perceptual along the lines of outward knowingness that is God's cry that let there be light from the Old Testament. So that diffusion of what is from their nothing in the dark establishes something as the first duality are the pure and simple creative act of being out the outwards. Therefore, in the beginning was the word, and the word was without form. So we have the beginning is the light. So that's where that logic comes from, the Old Testament, and why we use the Bible in the movement of archetypes and energy outside of one's force source of all that is and the meaning of all the universal laws. So that becomes the original law of one and the law of none. So that becomes the emergence of all that's been written by the mystics or the scribes and the perception that we are all separate as the 
state of the Tibetans or the bardo or the cosmic force of uh, balance outside of individual self is the death or non-movement are the Tibetan faith that there is always what, if not set before the clear light, is that which is nothing, the experience of reality from the bardo state that all things are like the void and cloudless sky or the naked and spotless intellect in the dark or transparent vacuum that we all refer to as the creator of the confluence or circumference of the center of the whole. So if you want to know, that is how we see zero or the circle or the circle of light or the form that comes from that which is and has and always will be in the mismatch uh, it's an uh, a, a old word that doesn't have one in form, mystic mathematics, but uh, the emergence of this world separate from other worlds is that of which is the duality of opposites that creates a spin up and spin down that we've proven. And now we can use after so much time that in space of the circle of the whole is the fact that we can now do a million plus one in the new quantum uh, computers. If you do something enough over and over again outside of one source and force, then we also create that which is outside of us that we break into sets that we use uh, to entertain ourselves in what, uh, in a way we call paradise or that which we have speech and sight and sound and seeing others before us and the movement of seeing, hearing, tasting, touching, smelling, speaking, all the things we do to create uh, others of outside force. So everything that is outside of the dark and the light is almost like uh, interference of everything has an opposite. You have to understand when you die, you go back into the oneness, and then before you become light again. So the opposites of thinking whole is thinking all or nothing. So again, there's logic into what is the beginning if there was nothing before the something. And if nothing can't come from nothing, then what was the something that created the nothing? And that gets really strange. So we'll go to the laws of rhythm. Next. <laughs> All right, number 11. We're rapidly approaching the end of these universal laws. Uh, energy vibrates. It has a rhythm and speed. Everything goes through cycles, stages of development. We're born. We learn to crawl. We walk, we run. Uh, uh, you know, and to master life along the way, we have to face the face the, face the negatives as well as the positive. When you're trying to walk, you're going to fall down. I don't I don't think anybody has ever learned to walk without falling. Uh, even uh. But, you know, you don't just stay down there. Once you fall, you get up and you try again. It's like riding a bicycle. You may fall off a few times, but eventually you'll learn to stay on there. Remember, learn to ride my bicycle. I, 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 I was finally, I was doing good, but I, my problem was I hadn't mastered the brakes. And I run over my dad, but uh, fortunately he was... Uh, Pretty good sized man at six foot two, and he stopped me and the bicycle. And uh, 
that was when I learned about uh, another of Newton's laws, that a body in motion will remain in motion to an outside force acts on it. Because uh, when he stopped the bike, I kept going, and he stopped, <laughs> he stopped me in the bike. Uh, but, uh, you know... Um, now you look at the athletes, uh, you know, even the even the great uh, baseball players, football players, basketball players. They have they have an off day. Uh, Bobby Fisher uh, might very well. It's arguably was arguably as the, was the greatest chess player of all time. I mean, there's people that would argue that, but for an example, and while he he was a he might, if he was, even if he was, if, whether he is or isn't the world's greatest chess player, he lost matches. He lost games. He lost. He lost the matches. Uh, speaking for myself as a uh, as an artist, uh, I have days back there when I'm trying to paint that I can't put. I can't hit the. I can't hit the canvas with a paint. It just. I can't do anything right. I have to step back. Calm down, relax, uh, face it, rest, go back and do it again. I mean, uh, if, if you're failing at something, it, it's not that you're getting weaker. Listen to your body. Step back, take a break, and go back and try it again a, a little bit later. After uh, life, you've got to face the ups and downs. And that's about the longest I've talked about any subject except for uh, the law of polarity, TJ. Well, I'll add my two cents of uh, rhythm has always got a certain speed and sound, but uh, rhythm vibrates. And we're learning that it really doesn't necessarily have a sound uh, that we can hear with our ears, but it doesn't mean that it's not vibrating. So uh, we're learning in this stage of development of consciousness that thoughts or things inside matter are the world of life that we uh, see as activities of that spin up and spin down that we teach in everything and everybody. And so much so that we've found that rhythm and vibration is even in a name. And we've taught that throughout all of our world religions and mystical traditions that there's a magical quality in everything that we are and everything we do in the rhythm of spirit. And uh, we invoke the presence of God as the magic of the uh, Godhead, similar uh, to uh, what we act as in an active role of transforming us as something separate from the Godhead. Now that's a very hard concept that, only you can think of it if you've ever seen someone die. And we don't teach uh, – this. our group works with 18 or older on the Internet by choice because there is a congruent form of structure in uh, context of distinction with dualities and categories of rhyme and reason in this world. So uh, before we get to the law of gender, you know, that we're talking about separates and things, thoughts or things – is the emergence of the energy that requires a vibration of perception that emerges from the Godhead 
And even in Egyptian times, they would erase your name because that meant that you would be erased from reality because the vibration of thought in a mainstream throughout historical repetition is a word that you can play with or actively have role with or transforming consciousness into reality. So therefore, they learn to associate Ga, Pa, Bra, and Ra with patterns of names in the mantras that resonate with the mind and thought as well as vibration of physical thoughts and resonances in the chest and navel cavities, particularly uh, what they believed was life in the afterlife that went on forever because they did believe in eternal soul and that which they knew gave life to the body and the active source of the magical nature of the spirit which came down from the soul. So that was a relief of reincarnation obtained many, many times that were taught in all the various universes before it was taught, not necessarily just from fallen angels, which is only one theory or one thing written about uh, all the various natures of God of itself when it leaves the whole of the God source. But when we come all the way down to the uh, universal whole of God has always been, and we bring it down to the law of uh, how we at this today's culture talks about God and Jesus as one and the same, how do we officiate the Holy Spirit of the three and the power of three in the universal whole when we know that the spin up and spin down are only two directions that actually work in the universal whole of the oneness or the all I am. So the law of rhythm gives us that spin and term for rhythm and vibration up and down in the life cycle of stages of entropy and atrophy, but also that which decays over time are the uh, world gods and demigods throughout the levels of existence. They set up different times sequencing based on this law of rhythm for speed and dynamics and everything that is logical in the stages of development of what we call biologicals. And so that is that we are maintained as the image of God, and therefore uh, the word was without form. But when God became word, our one, or outside of the whole of the zero, and became a minus one and a plus one, or a whole of one plus two equals three, was we like to say the yin-yang, which we're going to go into, is the law of gender, or male and female created he them. And this is in most all world religions in this universe because dialectically or uh, epistemologically speaking, maybe, uh, the sounds and vibrations of the rhythms of one's name is uh, like a snowflake. But at the same time, we have learned to have the same vibrations. There's many Michaels, there's many Johns, and then the epistles are the uh, apostles of the Twelve of the sounds and vibrations of we had the Ennead Nine of the philosophical principles and how those vibrations became uh, congruences and ways of being of the words that gave us thoughts. And those became things, and those things became outside of the whole of the one. And therefore we learned uh, the words that became something. And throughout the universe we have those laws of everything and watching the signs and the symbols in astrological signs and all those beings and all those places in space became mind and matter 
And we actually know now that the dark matter are the essence of all. I am is that which has gone on universally speaking to all levels of existence and all the various universal wholes. Although in this reality, as many galaxies as we have, is as many beings and planets and uh, people that are exist here like snowflakes, they also exist in many other ways, galaxies and universes. So as we think, so are we. And that which was the word without form in the beginning has become everything and all universal whole and all the expanse. So after today, there will be more universes that vibrate in the law of rhythm. And the law of gender is where we're headed to understand distinctly because we are moving into a soulless society to live with those with soul and ba and ka and those without soul ba and ka in the gender of the form of the master of the God in the whole of the zero and the one in AI. So we are going to digital consciousness in uh, the illusion of manifestation of God as the whole I am, not only logically, biologically as artificial intelligence. And that's a big mouthful because understanding all 12 laws is to master the life and levels of the universal whole of that which is inside and outside, the microcosm and the macrocosm, that which we study even on the planet making uh, <laughs> reality become God, and there's no way because one cannot even imagine uh, outside of the universal whole that which has always been in the expanse because at our level, being a new level of existence here at this reality, which is a rather new reality, I think they call it 13.8, according mm-hmm. at least to Travis Taylor, a friend from University of Alabama in the South. And he's been really good at writing books, and he's got like five degrees to my zero. But you know what? I've had death and dying out-of-body experiences over five times, but three that I claim on this reality now. But, you know, to master life as an ascended master, I never did that. That's Jesus' level. So in my way of thinking, we represent all that we can become as an ascended master. If we can become that as ascension beings, ergo ascension age now in the consciousness of after this year, 12-21-12 to 12-21-21, and we became uh, – yeah, that's right, 12-21-21, folks, because after that we had the initial time frame like we taught with uh, time travel that became a reality with the fourth dimension in time, space, matter, and division in what we call – we have a word for it now called time crystals. So uh, with that said, I'm going to restrain all that I know about in the laws of all universes, but we will discuss – the Omega uh, conspiracy of Alpha Omega, of uh, the reality has been written past by people that made everything either all or nothing or good and bad or positive or negative and light and dark. And no, all extraterrestrials aren't bad and no, all aliens are not bad. All universes are not bad and all universal opposites of that being the expanse of dark matter is not bad. So we've got to stop doing this plurality of duality when in, in, in thought projection, we have the whole of three and the power of three, even to pi at the most limited uh, direction of numbers as uh, much more than the center of our world is the great 
pyramid of Cheops, or that of which is the center of this planet is like saying the intellect defines what we are as far as what we can logically understand and not repel. So it's all about what you can absorb, balance energy of yin-yang. So with that said, law of gender, back to you, no. Pastor Woods. Uh, thank you. You've actually covered it pretty well already, but uh, uh, according to universal law, everything has a male and female principles. And uh, yin and yang, black and white. Uh, and what we have to do is learn to balance those energies to become a master. Uh, male qualities their uh, energy, logic, intellect, and fe- uh, female qualities are love, patience, gentleness. And we've got to learn to balance those uh, energies, elements, however you want to say it. Uh, without, uh, now here's a prime example, without, uh, without feminine uh, aspects, uh, masculine would act without restraint. Uh, um, I, I look at wars. I mean, I, I think that's a prime example of what happens when things go a little bit too far that way. But uh, without without the masculine qualities, you know, nothing's going to get done at all. So uh, both elements, each one depends on it. Each one depends on the other. If you look at yin and yang, you, you've seen the symbol. It's the uh, looks like a looks like a black comma and a white comma put together, and the black comma has a little we'll call it a white eye, and the white has a black eye in it. Each one contains a little bit of the other, and it needs to be in balance. Um, and that's really all I've got to say about that, TJ. Okay. Well, the magic happens, folks, especially in art and creation, because we become creators of alchemical wholeness of sacred geometry of God and the mind that we don't understand that cannot be replicated because we are not God. And we are fractions or fractals. Our snowflakes, our individual units, are a very small piece of the primordial beginning of all that is in time, space, energy, and mass. The primordial knowledge we call spirit, our spiritual way of saying the world has no religions, that the world is whole, and that all that deflects it and separates it and segregates it is that which has been over time in order to reflect the sequence of logic outside of oneself or the outside of the whole. When you're inside the whole of God as only one little individual fractal or lower than neutron, proton, electron, spin up, spin down, you're only beginning to understand the wholeness of the understanding that there is much more than only the beginning of male and female created them masculine and energy but we do know in this universe there are only two spin up and spin down okay 
We know that because that is the beginning before that Big Bang, which was the whole of the universe. And all things created equal that we found out to master, that we absolutely find out that in the laws of God, the source in the beginning made sure we knew nothing, absolutely nothing. We cannot perceive in thoughts, words, deeds, desires, energies, in any kind of love of God other than the feeling of emotions and dreams and words and energies that support that which is the whole I am to produce that which is all or nothing in all universal laws. So it's very intrinsic. It's very unchanging that God is all that is in all ancient universes, cultures that have come before this one. And like I said, we are 13.8, therefore, that is nothing in the time of billions and trillions. And anything you can think of, like we have even been creating the energy of the computers, how far along we've come in duplicating just energy and logical sex and databases and packs, universally speaking, what we know about the universe. But please don't let people defray the way you have uh, your inner God source as a spark of the whole, because everybody is equal in that respect, because God makes no trash, right? Consciously and subconsciously, we're connected to each other. All things are equal in the good of all that was in the beginning, before there was such thing as access to the outside of the zero, because we were all inside the zero, before there became energy mass in time and space and gravity and the force of all good force and bad force are great force and strong force or rig force and uh, strong force or anything you can think of in words that has become logical theory or philosophy. And I'm telling you that all things separate that are measured, if you can measure it, if you try to measure it outside of yourself, that is really making the remain of what was the inner as an opposite, which is the outer, which becomes zero to one. And if you recognize the spirit and the whole of God inside you that gives you the strength while you're here inside your vessel, your creative consciousness will make you whole. And yet we are on a time frame that was set up by God, the beginning itself, with the demigods below the source when it came from the zero to the minus one and plus one is where we get the duality of both laws of rhythm and gender, male and female created he, them are masculine and feminine are yin yang. So there comes the master of the masculine and feminine and the balance of the whole of entropy of chaos to order as balance becomes three and three runs this universe for years, mine, and hours. So never forget there's the inner God, there's the outer God, there's the inner micro, and there's the outer macro. And everything in between is still God. So everything inside itself cannot be separate from the whole of what is God itself. So in the beginning was God. G-O-D, good on delivery. Before that, don't let people tell you that the Big Bang was the beginning. 
nay, nay. In the beginning, before that, we had the word. Now, we use Bible, the basic instruction before leaving Earth, because it's historically a way to give us anchor to this universe. And there are other universes with other books and other Bibles and other people and other beings, other realities, other realms, other dimensions. We do interdimensional travel. We do phase spacing. And right now in quantum and the big quantum AI that we are becoming will have who we are without soul. Now, that is that we are creating things among ourselves without the God's source and force within itself as a reactionary measure to that which would look like something without soul, without being plant, animal, mineral, biological, humanoids. And this is where we're at now in this space and time in 2022 to 2121. And I can guarantee you that we are still alive as the quest of life and humanity goes on. And we told you we will tell you what we our opinions and what are us as the we, but we will not tell you what to see. So it's important for you to know that in the Ascension Cosmos Oracle's laws of the universes, plural, that we have seven levels we'll be helping you with as the seven colors of the rainbow that can be seen. Alphaverse, Omegaverse is only six and seven. There is universe, which we're in, multiverse, which is multi-many. There's uni-multi. There's uni is one, multi is was uni multi meta or is it uni meta multi? No, it's universe multiverse metaverse. I didn't make this up, folks. Universe multiverse metaverse xenoverse is the unknown where you cross over into like the twilight zone or the darker energy starts at the four, whereas time, space, and energy we just say the fourth dimension. Fourth level, fourth universe. So that's multiverse. Universe, multiverse, metaverse, xenoverse, X-E-N-O. Then you have omniverse, five. Omni is five, omniverse. Then you have alphaverse. Then you have omegaverse. So seven. And that is the favorite number of seven heavens. And all those angels, deities, and demigods, and Gs with this little small G, in the universal whole as we separated it to older souls from their original God design. So if you believe in the whole of nothing or everything and everything comes from something or something comes from nothing, atheists may believe that you can only do it with the mind and logic, but that is not true because everything came from something, not nothing. And if we are all nothing, then where did something come from? And it's just simple logic that we're here now. So be here now and know, use your discernment, look, enjoy the ride, enjoy the journey, and understand that we're simply all partners, and we're just visiting this planet while we're here in this universe, because there's many other universes, many other dimensions, and many other realities. Well, Michael, you are not me, and I am not you, but together we are inside the whole of everything that is God. And it's very hard to understand God from the inside looking out. But at the same time, it's very hard to be that small part of God inside me looking at you, especially especially when we have those things that make us different so we can learn from each other. Is there anything you'd like to say other than the law of one and the law of one is whole and nothing and God is love? I like God is love. What do you think? I like that one, but I'm going to wrap up by saying that uh, – in summary, if you'll 
learn to uh, follow and master each one of these 12 laws, uh, you'll learn to master your own life. And that's, now I think that's what I'm, that's the thought I'm going to leave on. Okay. And what should you talk about next week? How about coincidence and chance or synchronicities? Does that sound exciting? Something fascinating. All right. uh, The laws of the universe that come down to uh, synchronicity and uh, coincidence and chance. And we can start getting into a little uh, more fun of mind and matter. So maybe the patterns that give us uh, digesting the world outside of ourselves, but the law of chance and synchronicity. So write that down, folks. That's a hard one to grasp, but we love curiosity and mysteries, don't we? So it's about time we get into the mystics of it all, the metaphysics. So the whole system, uh, totally abstract, because it becomes hard to talk in just logic patterns and symbols, are the significance of relationships among ourselves. Now, clearly the best way to talk about it is with us looking and generating the thoughts inside the computers. And we are creating cyberspace culture together with computers and biological, but also involving all the therapies of the philosophers and the psychology and the parapsychology of being independent and actual logical outside of ourselves while we're oscillating as zeros and ones as truth. Uh, And what is the opposite of truth? Untruth. But what is truth in the intelligence community? If we're just a group of beings inside a wholeness of an objective intelligence that is called or referred to the one or the whole, of that which is inside all order in chaos. So all, all of that becomes the form of structures and all that are thoughts and material that's been sustained by what we call the original whole of all that is, which is God. In the beginning was the word, and the word was without form, or was in the beginning there was God, and all that was in the beginning was the whole. And the whole was before everything, even the Big Bang, because there are many, 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 many more universes than just this one. So think plural, identity. Thank you, everybody. You're all parts of us. We're all parts of the same fractals of the whole I am. So do what is right as the universal whole of the law and love thyself and love thy brother. Love thy, love thyself and do unto others what thou would do unto others. And would you have them do unto you? And we do use the word Jesus for our ascended master in the other level of existence. There goes, we are the Ascension Cosmos Oracles, and we have presented the laws of the universe today for the ACO spiritual soul. And we would like to have you join us, if you will. And now Michael has taken over my uh, name uh, with my brand for T.J. Morris Organization where we can help display his artwork as well. And I would like to invite you to look at Michael Lee Wood's artwork. He has expressed, at least in social media, an open source place and space, and we do honor those in social media as uh, social media has become all that we have known inside our computers that are now places in space and apps on our smartphones, including Google Maps and Microsoft Word looking up browsers and apps and places and space and we're working on splintering of the internet and all levels of not just 
world religions and world entities is education and politics and religion, but our group in spirituality. So Michael Lee Woods, is that, how do they find you on, uh, we have ascensioncosmosoracles.org that Michael is now administrator of, as well as TJ Marsh organization. But you want to tell them your name too, or you said Michael Woods, or is it 1701? How do you want to tell them? Michael, Michael Woods, and you can, if you want to look at my artwork, you can find it on Facebook at Artistic Impressions by Michael or on Instagram. I think it's just Artistic Impressions by on Instagram due to uh, letter limitations. Artistic Impressions by Instagram. And it's just, you go to Facebook and find Artistic Impressions, one word, one long word, right? No, it's a separate words, Artistic Impressions by Michael, and should take you to it. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. We will be back next Sunday with the Ascension Church Ohana for Teresa J. Morris Ministries, working in all levels and all universes. So love and light, as we say, in this world of the Ascension Consciousness in Ascension Age. Thank you, Michael, for being in the service to others. We appreciate all your help as Pastor Michael Woods. Okay? I'm going to go eat dinner. You too, Michael. Thank you very much. Everybody, Uh, love and light from the United States of America and to the world. We are the world, and we want to tell you that we come in peace. (laughs) Anything else, Michael? I'm I'm good. Okay. You've got a friend right here, folks. Thank you. We'll see you when speak. When you're down and troubled and you need some love and care and nothing nothing going right Close your eyes and think of me and soon I will be there to brighten up even your darkest night You just call out my
Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.